Hello everybody and welcome to Fish Fingers and Custard Explosion Network's Doctor Who After Show. Joining today, myself, Don Blight and Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, how are we going? Alright, we're here early on yeah. twitch.tv slash Explosion Network, where you can watch the show. We recorded live, of course, where you can watch it on YouTube and listen in on podcast services after the fact. And we're here. Yeah. At like 10.30 in the morning doing it today. That's Almost as early as it is. As that's, yeah. So gotta, gotta, gotta do it. If only we could, we, we should get up one morning and do it 6am straight after it is. You're like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. Uh, so this week's episode we're talking about is called Demons of the Punjab. Uh, directed by Jane Child, who's done so many episodes. In fact, he's doing the season finale as well, I think he's done like four or five this whole season, so the go-to guy. Um, and written by Vinjay Patel. The synopsis for it. India, 1947. The Doctor and her friends arrive in the Punjab as the country is being torn apart. While Yaz attempts to discover her grandmother's hidden, uh, hidden history, the Doctor discovers demons haunting the land. Who are they and what do they want? So, what did you overall think of this week's episode, Ash? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, just a fun, uh, interesting tale. I don't think we've seen, I feel like, especially with the Rose episode earlier in the year, we're seeing a lot more globe trotting, I guess. Uh-huh. Like, it felt like previous seasons, if they were going back in time or it was always back in British yeah, history, British, yeah. European history. Yeah. Now they've been uh, Southern America, Southern United States of America, and now India. I can't think of a single episode that has been set in Asia before, so that's pretty cool. No, never can I. And At this, least not one era. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't, we definitely haven't seen an episode like this before. At least not, yeah. yeah. At least not in New Who. Like, and but then at the same time, I'd be doubtful that there would have been something like this. You know, back in back in the day, I, I don't know. It just you sure Doctor Who hasn't met Genghis Khan or. The Shogun or something? Probably has. Let's <laughs> be real. Oh, Genghis Khan's a badass. Gotta have him meet, gotta have him meet Genghis Khan, apparently. Um, yeah, yeah I, th- I thought it was a, a pretty... Let, let me put it this way. This is this is how I wrap up my... Well, A, tear-joking ending. So they, they get points for that. And then B, after the episode ends, I was straight into Googling... Um, and I've chucked like a Wikipedia thing at the end of the episode because it's like... It's a set in a period of time I don't really know that much about, you know, yeah. other than Gandhi was involved, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's pretty much my go-to, um, thing. And at the same time, it made me go, I haven't watched fucking, <laughs> for some reason, this is my, my brain path after the movie finished. I'm like, I haven't watched Gandhi since like high school when they made us watch it. And I don't think I even liked it because I was like 12 mm. years old and found it boring as shit. Now I'm like, maybe I want to watch Gandhi. <laughs> So I was like trying to find out if that was on Netflix, but that's um, I I would say a plus for the episode, you know, because it's it's my it's if it's making me go Google no, and, like an interest in the the time period, I guess then um you know considering the whole thing and I mentioned it before Doctor Who being designed back in the day originally as a uh, a show to teach kids about history and, and stuff in, in fun ways. So it's even making me go, what, what can I watch? What can I quickly Google? You know, so if, if, 
if kids or anyone else would get the same sort of effect out of it, then I guess it's doing its its, it's job. Its job to a degree. Even though I, I, I don't, it's definitely not. It's these days it is more of a you know it's trying to be a proper TV show, trying to be interesting. But at the same time, if that's a an effect of an episode like this, especially when it comes to covering. Because it's a British show, non 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 white British history, I guess is a is a good thing because they do cover so much of that. Like, how many episodes have we seen Winston Churchill and what whatever else and the history about Britain's own government? So, I thought it was pretty good. I had money 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 negative overall is I think there was one or two deliveries or from lines from uh, a couple characters who I uh, which I felt were a little bit you know, didn't, didn't quite hit the, mm. the mark, I'd say. Felt a little bit off, but that's fine. So it's, I mean, it's Doctor Who. I'm not, I'm not expecting yeah. BAFTAs at all points in time, but anyway, let's jump into the episode. So the episode kicks off with Yaz. I wrote Gran, but she calls her, what, do you remember what she, uh, I think mm. she calls her Nana or then, Something, something like that. Um, but I mean, I, I just wrote Gran because the episode kicked off and that was my notes. So <laughs> Yaz is uh, there at her family's house at the start of the episode and she's celebrating uh, her Gran's birthday Who and she is complaining about life pretty much, saying that how she was the first woman to be married in Pakistan and now she's stuck in this wheelchair and blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm getting fed this shit. And, well, she didn't say shit, but... Getting old sucks. She, yeah, she's like, getting old sucks. I was, what, I was once somebody. I don't know. So it's, it's a bit of that happening. And then she mm. goes on the, the um, you know, I might be dead soon. So he's a, he seems like a perfect point for me to whip out whip out my bag of goodies. <laughs> Apparently that she just... My birthday, here's your presents. Yeah, here's your presents of, of stuff. And she gives something to uh, Yaz's mum, which uh, would be her daughter. Then she gives something to Yaz's sister... And then uh, she gives Yaz a watch, but of course, before she says that, she says, now to my favorite granddaughter, and then um, <laughs> Yaz's mum tells off her for, no, you can't say that, which was pretty funny. Freaking. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I can pick my favorites, it's fine, it's not going to cause any problems. Well, his sister's on the phone the entire fucking time anyway. Yaz, yeah. is, the only, Yaz is the only one showing any interest in her, um, in her life or anything like that, so... Yeah, too bad. Get over it. Um, so she, Yaz gets handed a watch, and then we cut to um, the first time in a while they haven't needed a cold open. Yes, that yeah, is true. Was there was no need for a cold. That is a good thing to to bring up because I think the last three or four episodes we complained that yeah, no, cold open was necessary. Should have happened. But this this one, if you if you're keeping up BBC and you want to learn from us once again how and when to do cold opens, this episode was done correctly. It's fine. You didn't need the cold open. The other ones, yes. you did. There you go. Um, if you wanted to do a cold open for this episode, you probably would have started with a scene of the demons or something being teased. Yeah, in Punjab back in back in time, and then the episode opening with the grandmother scene. That's how you would have done it. That's how you you, you set up the little. That's what happened. So that's how you set up the little teasers. I know you're learning still. Um, 
So, yeah, but they cut to the, the TARDIS and Yaz has brought this watch into the, the Doctor and is pretty much saying, can you figure out what time this is from exactly and uh, take me there? Well, she could have probably taken... I mean, there's probably a specialist who could work this out. She didn't need to take it to the Doctor, I guess. Because she goes to the Doctor yeah. and just presumes that she can work I'm sure out... I'm sort of genealogist or somebody you could talk to. There's, there's someone could have worked it out, but she, just goes, she goes to the Doctor and is not only A... Can you figure out when and where this came from? And then B, can you take me there? So it's a very two-part, a lot, a lot of work going in there, I feel. So um, the Doctor, of course, complains for a while. Says no, which is what I was talking about at the end of last week's episode. Like, why would the... The Doctor's always against. You can't go back, you know, interfere with your own family... Yeah your timeline, uh, any any of that sort of stuff. You, you shouldn't be... Uh, <laughs> but apparently the, the new Doctor is... She does a lot. Or she yeah. does a lot. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but apparently, yeah, new Doctor doesn't really care. She interferes for fun. Um, so, but the Doctor says that she has, yes, of course, the TARDIS has a way to put the watch into something and it'll figure out exactly where it's from and head off to there. So they head off and they arrive in 19-something or rather. They don't, they don't know. We know because we've got the episode synopsis, which is 1947. But they don't know where they are yet because that that's the whole point of the thing, I guess. Um, when they step out of the TARDIS, the Doctor... This is another thing that I found weird about this episode and I didn't feel like paid off um, to the end, really, to have any sort of point. So as they walk out of the TARDIS and they're, they're trying to figure out where they are and what's going on, and Graham's saying things like, oh, I thought this was a big city or whatever, but it hasn't, you know, it's still, they're just like in the middle of a, a field and stuff. Um, the Doctor is hit by this something. A big know? message. Yeah. And someone hacking her brain or some sort of things happening and she, you know, freaks out for a second and you see all these flashes and stuff. Now, by the end of the episode, did any of this pay off? Or is this something to do with some, some other episode? What, I, don't, I, I didn't catch any reason why this was happening. Yeah. And it happens again. It happens twice, right? Or two or three? Yeah. Yeah, a few times. A few times. And then it does well, stop. some way that the demons are communicating, but then how is the doctor picking it up? Yeah. I, I, I didn't. Know. It's one thing I really didn't understand what, what his point was or why it paid off. Because I'm like, is it the demons trying to... I don't know. It, it, it was really weird, uh, and it definitely didn't pay off by the by the end of the episode, or really feel necessary at all for the episode. Unless, for, this one's saying, unless for some reason this has something to do with a different episode that's coming up. But I'm like, no? Like, it was, they were saying it's basically the demons or whatever hacking your brain or something, so don't really know. It was weird. I don't like it. Um, but they, so they walk up and someone comes down on a carriage who says, you know, who the hell use? Oh, we're once again, bunch of, you got <laughs> a bunch of people that definitely don't look like they're anywhere around. They don't look like they fit in yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, he's just managed to walk here from England. England. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. And don't tell anyone you're from England either. Hit that on the heart. So, even they got these thick accents and whatever else happening on. Yeah, and look white. <laughs> and look very, yeah. Well, apart from... Two, two people look very white. The Doctor and Graham. Especially Graham. Graham looks very white. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so they uh, they explain that they're looking for Umbrin or um, her yes, yeah, grandmother, and the dude in the cart says, "Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know that person. Cool, jump in the carriage." So they, they jump into the carriage, and then this dude shows up, who's uh, we find out later a spiritual. But I presume he was going to be their priest later, or, or whatever yeah. would be the priest, yeah, yeah, to to help marry them is the the dealio, I guess. But he's he's walking down the road and he has a a line like "You young whippersnappers, always in your carriages." <laughs> you you should be fast. Yeah, I was going so fast. You should learn to slow down and walk more. That's what you should be doing. No. Um, but they're like, no, nah, mate, see you later. We got we got places to be, stuff to do. You, you can continue on with your walking. So they take off in the, the carriage, and the doctor explains that she's uh, feeling weird after the brain hack attack, whatever we're going to call it, and feels like her brain interse- intercepted something that it sh- shouldn't have. And uh, they as they head off, it shows a shot of the what we'll know as the demons, even though they have proper name, but the demons is honestly the easiest. Um, yep. o- overlooking them as they're heading off. So, wrapping it back from the the end of the episode to the start, we can now look at this with a little bit of spoiler t- stuff. The reason they're watching is obviously because they're, um, they're, pre- they're presumably watching the spirit man at this point, knowing he's going to yep. die soon. Yeah. It all makes sense. Um, they then arrive at Umbreen, Umbreen's house. Oh, I, I never had to say, they, they, because they cut between this house and the other house a lot, right? But it makes it, it often seems like they're a lot closer than they're not, because you never actually see them travel the, the differences between the, 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 what becomes the border, I guess, you know? So this is her house in, um, they arrive at her house, which is about to become, uh, India, I guess. Yes. Is that what except she was on the Indian side and the they were, they were all Indian. Yeah, but like after the border, like what what's about to take place with the border, and they're about to like split it into mm. yeah, I guess right because <laughs> like the whole thing is they're on. Di- you just put a stick in the middle of the river. Yeah, that's, that's pretty great. much it. Like, <laughs> the border that doesn't make sense. You need to no. <laughs> and also he's like, oh, I got leaked the maps early. Where mate? <laughs> what yeah. forums were you on? Reddit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they Yeah, it's like, how, who, how do you get leaked stuff in 1947? <laughs> 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 it's a bit weird. Uh, but yeah, they they arrive at her house and she's, you know, very surprised to uh, see them. Umbreen explains that she is uh, about to be getting married the, ne- the next day and Yaz is like, oh, that's, you know, exciting. My, my, grandmother about to get married or but then points out the person they're about and she's going to be marrying is Prem who's the guy who was on the carriage who uh, took them down there and Yaz quickly points out that is not who my grandfather is in the future so she's straight away this is a bit weird what's going on but also spots that he's wearing the watch that she had just been given so she's even more confused about what the hell is exactly going on here even though at this point I could, you can kind of, you know, it's very easy to tell where the episode's headed, you know, even if you don't know exactly how you're going to get there, it's like, watch, not the person's, uh, her grandma, okay, he's going to die. We, you, you can pretty much 
put together the the, the few pieces hey, there. Unchanged? You don't know. Well, yeah, I suppose that's yeah. We, we don't know. That would have been a boring payoff to the whole episode, though. <laughs> like if that was the what it what it all worked, build up to. Um, so what if your grandfather was horribly scarred? Wow. That's. I mean, at that, if he, if he was horribly scarred, you think Yads would be like, I don't really recognize him. But as far as I've ever known him, his face is horribly scarred. So <laughs> probably give me a little bit of leeway, and if I don't recognize him at this point, mm. I think that's probably a little bit different. <laughs> um. So inside there, they well, Yaz heads off with um her, her grand. Like, I'll head off with my my grand to. I can't remember what I was doing, but to fix something. Doesn't really matter. Graham, Ryan, Doctor, they're all standing there saying, well, we're here now, so might as well see what's happening. They run inside the house, and uh, everyone inside uh, Umbrin's house is listening to the radio, and they're listening in as they're talking about the uh, partition of India going to be happening, or taking place. Or it's j just got passed, or something along those lines, you know. They're pretty much like... Shit's about to go down, lock your doors, stay safe, uh, be prepared for the worst. And then you've got the brothers who, when they head down to the, the river, which is what you were just talking about, who the, the brother, uh, Prem's, Prem's brother has gone to already sticking up the borders because he's got them leaked ahead of time. He knew what was, what was going to happen, even though it was just announced on the radio, but he somehow... Got it leaked, yes. And he's he's putting this this border, and of course, Prem's telling his brother, well, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you so up your ass about putting these these borders in? And they get into a bit, little bit of a family argument, but it is interrupted when, off in the distance, the demons, as they are referred to, as show they're just off on the side watching. They're just like, oh, yeah, cool. What are we doing over here? I was trying to get why. I'm like, why are they, what are they watching at this point? Are they watching because they were there and we didn't see that this, 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 the religious man or the spirit man or whatever they was calling him was somewhere there? Or is he already dead and now, and now they're watching Prem at this point because they're like, he's the next person dead. I guess they're watching like, Prem yeah. at this point. Yeah, because they must have killed him before he got to... Yeah, like he must have killed him. He's like, oh, I'll go shoot. I'll go shoot this guy with my Let rifle. Put my border up first, and then I'm gonna go kill this priest. <laughs> Who's on my side of the border now? Yeah, so yeah, Pratt, yeah, and maybe it's the other side. What is law when I put stick down? Now I can dictate who I kill. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah, I suppose that makes sense. <laughs> um, so they uh, they chase after the the demons. Uh, or the doctor, the doctor's crew, plus Prem, chase after the, the demons into the the bushland up ahead, and um, they 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 what would you call it? Like teleporting? Uh, I don't know. It's it's like Bamping. a sorry, Bamping. Bamping? Yeah, roller. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's it. Because it is the sort of like it disappears like a, a circle getting sucked in. It was the yeah. same as um. I can't remember the fucking word for it. Uh, like in Harry Potter, you know. Uh, apparating. Apparating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's like it was the same sort of thing as that. So they're um they're doing that all over the place as they they chase after the demons. Well, the demons are doing that as the everyone chases after them. 
Um, and they chased him into the forest and then they, they disappear once again. And then from behind it is revealed that the old man's body is there and he's dead just up mm-hmm. against a tree. But he's also had weird purple dust substance put all over his body. Or was, no, no, no. It was on his body, but it was disappearing like upwards. It was like going away weirdly. Interesting. Now that I think about it, didn't notice gunshot wound. Never did I. <laughs> Although th- you this would think is- it'd be pretty noticeable. <laughs> yeah, that- unless they sort of cleaned up the body when they were like <laughs> doing it. Now, I don't know. Now that you've pointed it out, actually, if we go back and we look at the episode as a whole, and we talk, we look what, <laughs> what we know. Of course, we bring it back to oh, we killed the old guy with a gun, and he was going to kill his brother with a gun. Blah 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 blah. Now we can go. Where the fuck was the gunshot wound? Because if they hadn't seen it, it would have been like, wait, no, those aliens not involved. The back is the only thing. Oh yeah, well that's a bit. Although again, the doctor should be a lot more experienced (laughs) in searching bodies for possible wounds and signs. By the purple stuff on his face. Should we should we search for more signs of a plausible death, or will we ride it all on this purple dust stuff that I have no fucking idea about? What it let's, is? Yeah. Let's ride it all on the purple dust stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a conclusions. <laughs> that's a good point. That is a, that is quite silly. Just check behind the body. Oh, there's a big there's a big fucking hole here. Is it possible <laughs> that this old guy was shot by your brother, Prem? Possible? Is it yeah, possible the demons are not even connected? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's a yeah, that's a thing. That was part of the episode. <laughs> uh, so they the the doctor uh, Yaz still back um, heads back to to say about the the body back to the the house and explain that the old man has died. Uh, the doctor Ryan and Prem have tracked the demons and they find a. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was actually the, their ship or it was something that just like a, a home base they stuck in the ground. Don't really know. But either way, their ship, their container, whatever, they find it in the ground. And as they're looking over it, they're they're teleported inside the the things. Now they're inside the ship, machine, home base, yes. whatever we're exactly calling it. Um. So the Doctor of Force pulls out something, starts going to work <laughs> doing what she should have been doing like checking her body for a bottle but um, she gets a computer system going and it's, uh, then finds out and she says it's called a this, this I wrote it down in my notes as I hear things spelled or how I think they're spelled right which I always think is funny so I wrote down V-E-S-A-R-I-A-N Hive because she says Viserian Hive Later, I don't have the, I haven't like corrected my spelling, but it is on the Doctor Who website spelled something like T H E E J A S, you know, something I'm like V T H. It's the same, you know, whatever words. Uh, so the Viserians are apparently uh, assassins, uh, which the Doctor knows about. She's very aware of what type of uh, species and people that they are, but she also points out that there's someone who she hasn't met before. I do, I do feel like that line was chucked in because she was like straight away like, oh my God, these people are so bad. They're so evil. They're, they're assassins all over the world. And instead of all the people sitting at home going, 
Well, why haven't we fucking seen them before? I've been watching the show, show for ex- like 50 years at this point. That She's like, but I just so happen to have never met them before. <laughs> <laughs> so cover all bases on that one. Um, then uh, as they're going through the computer systems, a bit more the old man's face pops up, which I, uh, when we tie it all back, I'm like, oh, this is a good element to get them. Not really, because of course it pops up and it seems like something out of fucking Predator where she's saying they're assassin species, old man's face pops up, that must have been their target, that must have been who they were here to kill, dun dun dun, but then it makes more sense later of the, oh no, they're, they're watching, they're here to watch him, so dun dun. Uh, yeah. Prem then explains that he has seen the, the demons once before in Singapore, uh, where he where he was over there the fighting the, the war, and he saw them standing over oh, his... Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your face of, like, 1940... <laughs> Indian history, there could have been, a, like, a civil war or something. So. No, it was, uh, yeah, the World War. Um, they... Prem ex- explains that he uh, had, yeah, seen them before in Singapore, and was standing over his... his older brothers, which is probably we hadn't seen brought up until this point, I, I mm. guess. Um, and what m- makes sense later where we learn that the younger brother, who's, I haven't got his name here, but down further, I've got his name is Marcus or something like that. Uh, so as, a, as the doctor is playing with the computer system a bit more, the powder stuff shoots up from the the computer system, I don't know, really. it comes up like a, in, in a tube or whatever, which once again, I feel like dragging it back to what we know later and then looking at it doesn't really make much sense. Why was this stuff that's so sacred to them part of their, you know, because it's their planet's ashes or whatever. Why is that just... Are they the only two? Yeah, it seems like that was the thing because it seemed like they explained they were off. Yeah, but it's like, why, if that's something that's so important, why is that... I mean, if they're the only two left... Why did they pick this? They've only got a finite amount of time to go through history and see these people off. Why did you pick this point? Well, uh, where's the starting point? How do you choose the people? They were, um, they try and rub it off as a, they were watching the time waves or, or whatever yeah. gibberish line they throw out later. And like, how, are you going back in time? I guess. Why Earth? Why Earth? Yeah. I mean, if they literally do pick this point in time, it's saying that this point in time, out of the whole galaxy of all the planets and everything, has as many, as much, if not many more um, uh, deaths than the rest of the universe, I guess. Well, they did say a million, so that makes sense, but... Well, yeah, there's a a lot of deaths, but... Um, So they they grab the stuff, which, of course, sets off an alarm, and then the the demons... This is the other funny thing. They have their planet's ashes, all all these other people's ashes, like, collected in this this tube thing, and they're quite happily just leaving that not really super protected, you know. But then they also have a security measure set up where if someone grabs it out of their really shitty Indiana Jones 1 temple-like system, that they have a system set up that will alarm them and they zap it there within a second. So maybe... Maybe you just put a little bit more effort into the the system. But so that happens, the doctor manages to sonic them outside and tells them all to run away real quickly. Um, as uh, Prem and 
Rye head off in one direction, Doctor heads off in another with the, the canisters still, and she realizes that they have all these little mini um, transporter things up in the uh, up in the forest, and that's how they're doing their whole disappearing, reappearing trip and happening. So she starts grabbing those as she's running uh, through the forest. We then cut back to Yaz, and Yaz is uh, explaining the death to her family of the spirit man, Yaz, the uh, minister. Yeah. I still can't remember exactly what they were calling him, but... Um, so, yeah, Graham and Yaz are explaining the death to the family. Umbreen explains that she wasn't... Uh, she's not going to be talked out of marriage as her mother, um, who at first I thought was her... her I thought was Umbreen's grandmother, but I'm like, no, that's actually just her, her mother. But it was all... Yeah. Um, yeah, so she, her, her mother trying to talk her out of the marriage because she thinks it's cursed and not right and all the, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it's not exactly going. It's doomed though. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it is, it is doomed. She's right to a point because yeah, it does turn out to be, uh, it, it does turn out to not exactly go, go down well, so she's right. Uh, so yeah, she's, but Umbrian's explained she's not going to talk down marrying Prim because of her family or religious region, uh, reasons. Because there's the whole Muslim... Um, her family's... Hindu. Yeah. Her family... No, no, no. Her family's Hindu? Yes. And Prim's was Muslim or something, maybe. I believe that was the correct order. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's Muslim. And then the bad guys were Hindu. Was it? I thought it was the other way. Okay. <laughs> it was, to be fair, there, for a 40-something minute episode, they throw a lot at you in the, like, that, yeah. you know? It's like, this family, this family. It was like Romeo and Juliet, but India. Uh, but, uh, but, kind of. I guess. <laughs> uh, so... Um, yeah, the Yaz then heads outside and she's feeling, she's, uh, feeling very confused about what's happening. Graham tries to help her. Graham, this episode, just popping out words of advice to all sorts of characters and yeah. good, good quotable lines. Good, good, old, good old Graham. So then, uh, he says, he tries to explain, live this moment and figure it out later. Cause Yaz is of course just worried and doesn't really understand what's happening. And she's, but at the same no. time. It feels very confused about who your grandmother's marrying. Wouldn't you just be like, "I'll, I'll watch." I'll, you know, it's it's time. It's yeah. happened. You're in the past. If you stay around long enough, you'll find out. You'll find out what what exactly is happening. Yeah, there's no there's no yeah, reason. Anti getting your grandmother married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you don't try and change history because you may fuck it up and you'll disappear. You'll never be born. Don't don't don't. But then they do get involved, and then when you think we'll get to it, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, so and then he also points out that hey, we're time traveling. We're here with your your young grain. Just you know, you should be enjoying it all and having a good old time because it's, it's crazy what we're doing. You should just be enjoying it a bit more. Um, and then right then they hear Ryan and Prem running running down the field, yelling, "We've lost it!" Which of all things to be yelling, not. I demons, fuck, save us, help, something. Like yelling, they're running down the, the the side, yelling, "We've lost the doctor of all things." Like, okay, like, is that like the yeah. information? Help us, help us, something. Hello, like, 
and then you get to the conversation point. We've lost the doctor, but the doctor is literally two seconds behind like, you, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they all they all get together. The doctor appears. She puts down one of the you see her put down one of the teleporty things that she's been grabbing off trees on the the bottom of the ground there at something, and then uh, they ha all head off into the barn. And inside the barn, the doctor puts down another one of the teleporty whatever things. Thanks. Whatever they are. Uh, puts them in there, and the, the, the demons zap in, of course, and they tell the, the doctors to, to stop trying to interfere with their work and give back the tube, which, rightfully, when we do learn later, yeah, the doctor should be giving back <laughs> the, their people's ashes. <laughs> she very much in the wrong in this episode, I feel. Uh, so yeah. then, the, but the doctor does explain that she's used their, their trick and set up a barrier to stop them being able to get into the barn and sets off the sonic somehow activating all the things and of course the demons are zapped away and she said, then explains that they only have X amount of hours before the demons will be able to work out how to hack their way through this. I don't know what they do work it out of course later they somehow hack the transporter device thing in the in the barn so much they hack it so hard it wobbles and falls off or something <laughs> like it goes red and wobbles and falls off I was like okay um, so the doctor's now trying to work out what the, the purple stuff is and uh, has no luck. She's sonicking it. The sonic is pulling out nothing. Uh, it's really it's confusing. A remnants of a doomed planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not a, uh, it's not going to be in your scientific chart. It's unless, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a little bit more than that much. But I mean, at this point, she's, they're still dead set, think it's poison or, you know, something. So. Yeah, trying to trying to work out what it is, I guess. Then you do have this funny line about uh, she's like, oh, I'll need these bunch of items and want some of the items. She says, uh, I'll need chicken poo, yolk spit, and a biscuit. And then Ryan asks why she wants a biscuit, and she just says, I like biscuits. So <laughs> that, that yep. was a, there wasn't too many jokes in this episode. Also, I feel especially even compared to um, episode. Uh, like Rosa was episode whatever. Rosa. Even compared to Rosa, Rosa had more jokes in this episode. I feel. Yeah. Rosa was super serious, of course, like, especially the last ten minutes. Rosa had more jokes in this episode. It's a funnier subject matter. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um. So yeah, the doctor's trying to work it out, but then she sets up some sort of I don't know scientific experiment to try and what with yolk spit and chicken poo and whatever the hell else she's called for to, to try and work out what the uh to try and work out what exactly is going on then the women all head off to be together and the men all get called off to head off together which i just took as some sort of uh pre-wedding day like this is this is, I know we're in the middle of fucking nowhere and we're in a barn and whatever, but still, you know, let's uh, oh, segregate. Yeah, let's segregate the, the genders and do the 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 box parties or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be doing it at this point. Um, and then the cuts to the doctor sitting around with the the rest of the women in a circle having I don't know chit chat, and the doctor of course just straight up says, "I never did this as a man," <laughs> which was. Yeah, uh, quite funny because everyone's looking at her, and then she. I didn't actually. I didn't write down the line quote. Uh, line line quote exactly, but then she rubs it off. Oh, don't mind my gender uh, jokes about just something rather. It's just me gender, having a bit of a laugh. Well. Yeah, gender regeneration. Yeah, don't mind my gender regeneration jokes. It's, it's, just, it's just a bit silly. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, 
that was a moment. It was pretty funny. Um, that was a joke. The few jokes. Yeah, that was a, that. Yeah, they this this five to ten minute period here. They're like, we'll we'll get in a couple. We'll just get a couple good jokes here happening. But then when they cut back to the men's side in a second, anyway, it all goes to down once again of religious fights and whatever the fuck else is is happening. Um, uh, so Umbring's mum tries to explain to, uh, to um, that she should get a. That's what I nicknamed her in my notes as well. I just put um, um, that's, um. that's fine. Um, I'm sure that's 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 fine. Um, that she needs to get a good good Muslim man. None of this fucking garbage over here with Prem piece of shit. Um, but and then she, of course they've lost their uh, their spirit religious priest, I don't really, whatever, once again. Uh, so, Umbreen asks the doctor if she would marry, uh, do the, the honour tomorrow, because she's a doctor, and the doctor, they've never been over this before as well, this is something I'm like, have they ever gone over this? Could the doctor marry people? And the doctor says, uh, yeah, I guess I can marry people, I think, that's in my thing, but at the same time, she's not even a real doctor, so it's all... <laughs> okay, so if the doctor hadn't been there, who marries them? Uh, I guess they would have done it with no one. I guess. I, I guess. I mean, yeah, I know. That's a, that's one of the things. Is like, as soon as the doctor gets, or so, was they always predestined to be here? Dun, dun, dun. That's like some fringe level shit. I know. That's what that is. Maybe they were always predestined to be there. Yeah. Maybe that's what the timeline is. This is the, this is the, this is how the timeline what is and forever will be. Don't know, but it's one of those. It is one of those things you have to think about whenever someone gets so closely. Because of course, if the doctor was still just off on the side watching while everyone else, you can get away with. They're just there. They're watching. They didn't really. They weren't heavily involved. However, yes, when we do get to the wedding, Yaz and the doctor both do things <laughs> that are heavily yep. involved. So it does. It does make you wonder. Um, but yeah, the, the doctor agrees much to Yaz's dismay because the Yaz is going, I thought you said we don't get super involved in what's happening. And then the doctor's like, oh, just, just a little bit. Oh, even though I just took it as the doctor's like, oh, that sounds like fun. Something I haven't done before. Yeah, sure. I'll um, initiate a, a, a yeah. marriage. It's, it's fine. I'll do that. Oh, good. Um, so then we cut over to Prem and his brother. They're arguing about Pakistan versus India as, well, what is like the borders that are becoming and such such nonsense. So, I was like, there is so much back history packed into this episode that there's no wonder when it finished, I was like, fuck, I feel like I need to read something or watch enough, a movie about the same subject matter that could do, do a better job. Because so I'm saying, my knowledge of any of this is basically is very little. Like I know, I, I know it's a thing that happened and I know Gandhi was against it. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much my really naive knowledge uh, about this this period in in time to a degree. So yeah, a lot of stuff they're talking about. I feel like I do often wonder for especially for the the kids show aspect of the, the thing. It's like are they watching it being very confused, or are kids watching it and then going, "Mom, Google <laughs> in yeah. India for set a partition for me after the show. Please help me out. Throw me a book." No, you eight. You don't want to read about this. It's a horrible massacre that happens. That's fine. Give me the book. I'm a, I'm a child. I've got internet. You, you can't hide the violence from me. Um, so they, after that, I assume this is the, the next morning because it just cuts the, the doctor and everyone in the, the bar 
after the the, the fighting later. But also, a quick note on another thing: Prem talking to his brother and all that. Even though at that point it feels like his brother is so. Who, where is his fucking name? Manish. There we are. So he's so set on. Is he so set on killing his brother? Is he not? If, if at what point if, if he's dead set on knowing that he's probably going to kill his brother tomorrow, he's just happily partaking in this uh, Bucks party night and happening and being like, yeah, it's fine. So it's, it's not a big deal. It's, it's, it's got to do what you got to do. Um, but yeah, the the doctor's crew the next morning gather in the barn and the demons break the the lock on the transporter thingies and they zap in or however we we're using it. They nightcrawler in. And they take back their vile thing um, and head back to their, their, their ship. Um, and then they also grab the, the doctor and zap her back to their, their ship hub thing as well. And they explain that they are no longer assassins and that they were um, once were assassins, of course. And the doctor was right to think they were assassins, but doctor's notes on them has not been updated, apparently. Uh, yeah. So, got to update your alien encyclopedia there. They explained that as they were away hunting at one point, they returned and their planet was destroyed. So, to me, in my mind, it played out like, here's two hunters, they're off uh, somewhere, and they're coming back to their home planet of Krypton, and Krypton's blown up. And yep. these are the last remaining Kryptonians, apart from... Clark Kent, Supergirl, and all the, you know, like, are they the last two? As far as they're aware. As far as they're aware. But there could be more, is how I, is how I took it, I guess. Yeah. Because there could have been other assassins off on different... Like, they don't know. They wouldn't have had a, a tracking, I guess. Um, so they somehow managed to gather up this dust of their, their planet and everyone who, who was on it, I guess, and put it into this vial. Somehow. I don't know. Does dust float in space? Does dust just disappear? What happens to planet stuff? Yeah, in space it floats or just is there. It's there. Then they, yeah, they wound down the window and their ship held out a glass. <laughs> just, yeah, I guess. Because they use a vacuum, but I don't think that works in space. No, I don't think vacuums work in space, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so then they show that the next person target they're here to view is uh, Prem. The doctor then asks who actually killed the holy man, and they show the doctor who it is, but we don't see. We, we don't see, and it cuts to the doctor being zapped back into the barn, and the doctor begins to explain that Prem uh, is going to die today, and then you know there's nothing they can do about it. Much to much to this, this point where Yas is growing to like Prem. And Yaz is like, oh, no, we got to stop it. But the doctor rightfully is like, there is a line. Yes, I can officiate the, the wedding. No, we can't stop, <laughs> stop the wedding. <laughs> this whole season, though, several several episodes now, once again, like with the, the Rosa one, it's like they just have to be... They have to <laughs> let things happen. They have to just let things happen, which I don't know if that's going to end up being the overall theme for the season, maybe. You know, like that's the teaching lesson that they sometimes... Can't stop. And if you want to fucking wind in your wild fish fishing rod theory of Graham being killed, and they have to just let that happen for some particular reason. Yeah. Let's or at one episode near the end, I maybe for the season finale, they actually do mess something up that they shouldn't have. Uh, they a paradox or something. Possibly. 
And then the doctor's like, well, didn't you learn all those times that we let <laughs> Rose Parks be fu <laughs> fucked off and that whole races should go down and that time that we had to yep. watch your original grandmother's husband <laughs> being shot? You should have just let that happen. But maybe if it is something like uh, a more, more important person like Graham or someone, then maybe they interfere. I don't know. Even though, I'm going to put it out there once again, like I said last week, no Ash. That is a crappy theory. <laughs> Don't kill Graham. I'll this, ban the show from this explosion network. We're not talking about it anymore. Can't kill Graham. I can't do it. Don't um, talk about it anymore. Let's move on. Yeah, well, the doctors. Graham's the best person on the show. That's all I'm going to say. Well, doctor's pretty good. Graham's the, Graham's the best, though. Uh, so, yeah, then they cut to the back inside the house uh, again, and the, the radio is talking about the outbreaks of violence happening in different parts as the, you know, Partition takes place, I guess. Um, the violence is peaking up. Pretty much the radio is saying, violence is peaking up, be careful, stay inside, whatever. Make, make sure you do what you need to do. Dash in the chat just said, hashtag kill Graham. He's a piece of shit too. Uh, <laughs> Graham and Ryan talk to Prem in the, the morning about the sounds of violence off in the distance and all sorts of stuff. And Prem is very much like it's just, uh, you know, I, I presume they're off a little bit further that we never see. There is a village close by or something like that. Like through the yeah. other side of the forest, it sounds like. There is an actual village where people live and where the where the episode takes place is kind of in these farmhouses off to the off to the sides, I guess. Um, but Prem saying it's just normal people losing their minds. Uh, being torn apart because they're basically being told that they have to be torn apart, which is what yeah. it boils down to. I mean, as, as far as I'm aware from the, it's a, it's a religious political tearing apart of a, uh, a country and, and stuff. Um, Graham, once again, and the reason we can't kill him in with the hot advice, Ash in with the great lines says, all we can hope to be is good men. And then he tells Prem he's a really good man and hugs him. You want to kill that, Ash? You want him to die? No, I don't want him to die. <laughs> you want to kill him, Ash? You want to kill fucking Graham, the best character, the, the best new character in the show? You all fucking suck. Um, the greatest <laughs> burn bright quickly. <laughs> no, Ash, stop. <laughs> um, so then we cut to the, the wedding, which is taking place. Uh, I wrote in the field, but then when I was looking about late, when I was looking back at it later, I'm like, are they getting married literally on the border or something? Yeah, hit the border that might not be the border. Well, yeah, the border that he got leaked through 1947 Reddit is the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's fine. I'm sure Man Manish made zero zero faults. It's 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 all fine. Um, in the field, though, Umbreen does say the thing about how she's going to be the first woman uh, married in Pakistan. Which is true. We we do find out because she is married and then he dies. Oh, yeah, the border was accurate then. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, these leaks, Ash, they're top level Reddit leaks. Yeah, that he got about borders. Uh, the doctor begins the ceremony uh, talking about uh, her. She's like, and what I believe in, which is the power of love, which sounded like something from the fucking Powerpuff Girls or something, um, or Captain Planet. <laughs> Have you heard of my religion? Love. It's a great one. <laughs> and those other two turn around and go, love isn't a real religion. We're part of real religions, lady. Shut the fuck up. Um, there's only room for two religions here. Yeah, there's only room for... Get your love religion out of here. We can't We can't handle it as well. Um, then, you know, they go through the whole process. The doctor talks... The doctor pretty much talks about how... Um, 
you know, they love each other, the most powerful people on earth right now, because of how much they love ex each other, etc, etc, etc. And then um, Umbreen asks Gaz to tie her, uh, to tie their hands together, um, and Gaz agrees, which Gaz then puts out as a Hindu thing, like questioning, like why... And she's like, no, we'll, we'll just do it. It's fine. We, we'll do what we need to do. A lot of, they, they do a lot of combining of the different, it's whole episodes about, you know, religions don't matter, do what you want. But then the people yeah. who are like super, our religion, fuck yours, come in, they kill people, it's horrible. Grandpa Graham, if they had, if they had to run down the hallways after, his arthritis will hold them back. No, Dash, you're wrong. Graham is a bus driver who works out, and he's a superstar. He's basically an action man. He is an all-star. He knows everyone. And what's more powerful than the bus driver? No one, because he knows everyone. That is his special skill. There's nothing he can do. Um, so back at the houses, the doctor follows... Uh, the. I miss something. Miss something. They go back to the house. Umbreen is trying to hold out a line of uh, hope, friendship. I don't know. Fam she's like, I'm just married into your family. Let me try and become friends with you, Manish. And she talks about how he, he helped out while um, Prem was away, you know, food, all, the, all these sorts of things. Hey. We'll work in the fields together. Yeah, we, we did all this stuff together. Why you, why can't we just all be friends now? We're all part of the same family, etc. But then Manish spits it and he says it's all useless for what's to come anyway. Like this whole ceremony is bullshit. It's, it's wasting your time. Then And then he, he heads off. Um, Prem then gives Umbreen the, the watch, saying he'll now do a uh, Muslim thing. But then, of course, the watch is dropped. It breaks. And then Prem's mum over in the corner pretty much does the biggest eye roll of like... Use a fox. These are curse them. Um, but um, Umbreen, <laughs> it's so funny because here the young version very much like it's no big deal. The watches broke. We've just sealed our moment in time together. You know, ties it back perfectly with like the the cherry on top of like makes it all okay. But then we know her as an, <laughs> the old lady at the start of the episode. He's like fucking <laughs> first woman married in Pakistan. Now look at me. <laughs> <laughs> this <shit sucks. laughs> very, uh, very different people. Uh, I feel like what time does to you, Ash? You know, as you grow older. So yep. uh, then the doctor uh, heads on uh, off after Manish and uh, catches him. Who's picking up a rifle, Prem's rifle, I presume from when he was in the uh, the war, and begins threatening and uh, pointing at the doctor and she begins asking about his, his motives to do what he's doing. Manish tells the doctor to leave because there's people coming and then you can hear horses off in the distance, which I was like, they're still like 10 minutes away. These horses are very, you know, loud, loud at this point. The difference between where the doctor is with him and everyone else in the room, I'm like, if they were that loud, surely everyone heard the fucking horses coming at this point, but... Anyway, it doesn't matter. She asks who's coming. He responds, the future. Very, oh, yeah, very. Um, so then they head back. The doctor tells tells them, of course, you know, there's people coming. Go go back to the house, pack stuff, do what you need to do. Yes, heads back with Umbridge to a house to gather her things. Yes, spots a uh, map 
on the wall, which has a spot circled or like dotted or something like that on it, uh, mapped out, but it happens to be Sheffield. She asks why she Sheffield is pointed out on the map, and I'm being explained that she randomly flicked a place and she wants to go one day and she picks Sheffield because it sounds very fancy and luxurious. And that's uh, funny, of course, because it, it is funny sometimes how you can find places, especially if you back in those days, you know. You don't have Google Maps. You have Reddit to get your leaks online yeah. to do with maps, but you don't have you don't have Google Maps yet. Uh, no, so you, you can't look up exactly if a place is what it's going to look like. So Sheffield sounds. And I was trying to think. I'm like, if I didn't know what Sheffield was like today, would Sheffield sound luxurious? And I came to the answer of no, no. no. <laughs> Though I'd say it's like Sydney sounds fancy. You go there, it's a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's the same sort of thing, I think. Um, so, yeah, Pr Prem, uh, they all get back together, all that stuff. Prem then sends Umbrim, uh and her mum off and says, you know, run across the, the border, get to the other side. Because if they get to the other side of the Reddit-leaked borders, then they're going to be safe. That's what the problem is. These people are coming to basically get people off their land who sh shouldn't be is what it comes down to of course or kill anyone who, sh who shouldn't be there with this um the partition taking place yep uh prem then heads out to his brother and the, the or the and the doctor and everyone heads off kind of in the same direction as uh umbreem and her mum but prem heads off to talk to his brother Man manish explains that uh he should be with uh, his brother should be on his side he should be with India, and that's uh, the side he should be on. Uh, Prem is pointing out that there shouldn't be sides, and it's stupid because they were all, until you know recently, all the same people. And it's just yeah chucked up in the thing. And then he also points out that one of the dudes on the horses is someone he fought was in the war, and he says a line about how we made a really good team, and now you're you're, you're doing this. Um and. Manish says that this is what he, this is what his brother fought for in the war, and Prem says it's not what he fought for in the war, though. Which, so it's very Prem coming off on the the high ground here. Of course, the watchers suddenly appear in front of the the doctor and everyone who uh, are watching what's taking place, which signifies that shit's about to go down. And Prem begins making a final play. Also, really good. This one little tear he has run down. He's like one yeah. or two single tears. I was like, oh dear, you're just adding the, the nail to the coffin yeah. here. Um, and then, of course, the doctor and everyone turns around, starts walking off, and you hear a shot go off. And yeah, Prem, 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 by Prem, Prem, Prem's dead. Um, <laughs> pr by Prem, Prem's dead. I nearly say Prim every time because it's a fucking Hunger Games, but <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't get it over here. Uh, so back on the task, Yaz is asking the doctor, uh, about her, 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 her grand wanting to make sure that she's okay. And the doctor's like, yeah, she's fine. Like the timeline's fine. Everything went as it needed to be. So it's no problem. And then after that, we cut to Yaz back at home talking to her, her, her grand again, um, who's looking over Yaz's hands and points out that the, the Hindu, the, I don't know, whatever like Kenum or something. Yeah, like that. I don't know the actual word for it, though, but the design stuff yeah. from, from the wedding. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, the design stuff yeah. on it. 
the design stuff on her hand is crap, which of course is funny because they had the line earlier where um, Umbreem's mum was calling the design stuff for her wedding crap, and now she, the stuff that she's looking at on Yaz's hand is of course from her wedding, and she's calling it crap, so... That's funny, tied together. She then offers to tell the story of the watch to Yaz, but Yaz says, no, uh, save it for another time. And then the, we cut to the credits with Sam Music playing as overall... Uh, Indian version of the theme song. Yeah, which was very cool. Um, yeah. I, I had... Um, I'll go, actually, I'll, I'll go over it in a sec, but I was, I was going to say the music was really cool. But, um, before we get to last thoughts on the episode. What are you going to rate this week's villain, the Fajarians? Maybe like a six. They're fine. Villains. Quotation marks. Villains. Quotation marks. They're fine. The design was pretty cool. I like with the locked eyes that look pretty effective, but they didn't really do much. No. They look cool, but at the same time, I was, I was like, was their mouths supposed to, like, where, you know, there's all those things where they've got this giant helmet on or yep. whatever, but then they have teeth shooting up and they're talking. And I'm like, is the reason that there's no movement there because of budget or, you know, something like, there's no, that was weird. They did look cool though. They were scary to start off with, yep. but then of course they weren't scary. I'll give them a seven. No, that's a, uh, hold on, hold on. I'll give them a six. Because we're rating them as villains, not characters. And yeah. if they actually were full to the end villains, then obviously I'd say... And they actually turned out to be assassins and fucking killed Trend. And I, okay, a bit more interesting. They started off really interesting as villains. Then they were interesting as characters, but not as villains, I guess. But then yeah. at the same time, if they showed up again in the past when they were actually assassins still... In the, like, if the Doctor travelled to somewhere where their species was still assassins, I would still find them interesting, because they look cool, I guess. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, I'll give them a six. But what about the real villain of this episode? What, what are you... Just prejudice. You're damn right! I already had that ready to bring up! What are you What are you writing this week's <laughs> real villain, <laughs> Ash? Religion! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a okay. That's a 10. That's also a 10. That's a, that's a high 10. <laughs> high 10. I, like, I like the idea that you... I don't know if you knew it was coming, but after I did it in the fucking Roser episode, but that happened again. Um, final thoughts on the episode, though. I was going to say that uh, it's a really great episode. Historical uh, context, once again. And as I pointed out at the start, it made me really interested in wanting to look things up, so that was... Of course, cool. Um, wanting to learn stuff. The, vil the villains, assassins, as we just said, were fine or whatever. Um, really sad. Once again, feels ending. Um, and then the music, I thought, overall for this episode was really, really good. Like, including the, the ending song, but then all the other stuff. They, there was a lot of music throughout this episode that I found was uh, quite, quite good. Not... Probably my... I'd, just chucking it out, I'd probably put it at, you know, second favourite episode of the season so far, I guess. Of course, under Rosa. So, how about you? Yeah, it's, the higher, it's at the higher end. I mean, it, it, it's been a long run of pretty solid episodes mm -hmm. since the second episode, which was bad. 
but yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, again, like a tale we haven't seen or a setting we haven't seen before on Doctor Who. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. And the other thing I was going to say, thoughts on next week's episode. I don't really, I, once again, the 30 second trailer, like I really got nothing. Nothing really going for it. But, but I will say that this was episode six. We've only got four episodes left. It is interesting, I feel, and we if we're if we're building up to the I can't remember the exact species name, but if we're building up to seeing uh, Tim Shaw's whatever people as villains again show up, then surely they have to get mentioned again some point soon because of course episode one, they're there. Episode two, which is as far as I'm concerned, still the worst episode of the season, but they are mentioned again there. Which then when was doing the episode about episode two was saying, Oh, surely they're gonna be the overall big bad of the season then if they're if they're gonna be in different parts of the galaxy. And after episode two I did think that the season was gonna end up being a thing mostly about them turning up on planets where they had done something. And like that was gonna be the 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 theme to build them up to being this really bad new villain or whatever. But I haven't yeah. seen them mentioned since um Episode two since they they it's on there. Behind everything though. Hey, well yeah, but, but they're behind yeah. Razor Parks. <laughs> no, maybe they released that uh, guy who was causing all the problems. Maybe they killed, destroyed this guy's planet. I mean, who knows? This is true. This could this could very much turn out to be true. We'll find out very soon though. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Fish Fingers and Custard. Uh, this is an Explosion Network show. Of course, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash Explosion Network if you want to watch it live. We record it live, and if you want to watch it later in the video form, it'll be on YouTube. It'll be on the website, of course, explosionnetwork.com, and you'll be able to find it on all good podcasting services, your Spotify, your Apples, and the other ones after that point. No, that's it. We just... Pocketcast yeah. is what I use. There's yeah. the third one there for you. Lock it in. So however you want to listen to and or watch Fish Fingers and Cuts, there are the options for you. There, you can follow me on Twitter at VivaLadil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. You can follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley Hobby, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. You can follow Explosion Network on Twitter at ExplosionPod. And once again, make sure you head on over to the website. Check out our other great shows and content. Until next week, uh, what's this week? Sign off, Ash. Be kind to other people of religions, not yours. Oh. Love is powerful, man. Love is powerful. That's good. Lock, lock, <laughs> lock that one in. Love is my religion. Too.